Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Just a Thought. My name's Nick. And I'm Joe. And we're two guys in our 20s who can banter on pretty much anything that comes up. Though we're total novices on most of the topics we talk about, and we probably don't have all the facts in order, we still think the dialogue is pretty interesting. This week's topic is about the end of days. So we're going to talk about how we think the world won't end, how it probably will end, and how it might end. Um, So, yeah, I guess we can just go ahead and jump in. Joe, do you want to get us started with how you think the world will not end? For sure. So... I think for the way that it won't end, um, a lot of people talk about uh, nuclear, um, are pretty um, worried about how how many nations are gaining uh, nuclear power and, um, you know, even where we don't know they have nuclear weapons. Um, I, I don't know. I'm pretty skeptical about that one. I don't, I don't think that society will let that happen. I don't think politically that that will happen. So I don't know. That's, that's mine. I just, I feel like, I feel like we've gotten so close so many times, um, and it's become less and less. Um, but I just feel like the intelligence community is, is really good. I think we have, um, I think we, it's, I don't know. I think it's, it's hard to keep track of some of that stuff, but I don't know. I, I think we will find ways to probably inhibit that before it even becomes a problem, um, at least at the scale where, um, you know, it, it could potentially... I mean, I think they say something like there's like a certain number of nuclear bombs need to go off in order for, you know, Earth to be uninhabitable. I don't, I don't know that that actually will happen. And I also think there will be more and more technologies um, that will prevent such things um, from happening. I don't know about detection, but um, definitely from preventing. So I don't know. I just, okay. I'm, I'm doubtful of that. What do you think? We're, we're going to just disagree straight out of the gate here. <laughs> this, <laughs> is that this your, is that your definitely will? will? <laughs> yeah, this is, this is my probably will. Yeah. Um, okay. so I, yeah, this is going to be entertaining. Um, <laughs> I think um, the reason that I think this is probably how it's, it's going to do us in is because it kind of just, summarizes all of humanity's shortcomings just in one place um on the one hand you have like this lizard brain animalistic sense of us where we're when we're ruled by passion and when um when we're angry we have a tendency to get tunnel vision and i think that um political leaders are as guilty of that as as anybody else especially um our current political leader in the u.s um and, and i think just i don't know some of some of Trump's comments make it seem like he's rather rather heavy-handed and sometimes um, a bit brazen and can make decisions purely out of emotion and um, in a situation where he has the largest arsenal of of nuclear weapons that terrifies me down to my core <laughs> and uh, I don't know I just think that power is so intoxicating that the fact that there's someone sitting in a seat who is fully capable of waging nuclear war. I think that makes it very possible that that could actually be a thing that happens. If not Trump, then potentially a successor of Trump would be, um, I don't know, as prone to emotionality as as him. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, for sure. So, what is your what is your uh, most likely won't then? Okay, uh, my most likely won't is like a global pandemic. Um, so disease outbreak, basically. 
so if, if this fits into any of your categories, feel free to jump in. Um, but I think that it, it won't happen as a result of pandemic, because if you look at the track record of medical history and mass extinction, we actually have a really nice trend line. Things are getting a lot better. Um, so you have, from the advent of like penicillin on, it's it's been really good. I'm actually allergic to penicillin, which is part of the reason I think this is top of mind for me. Um, it might actually be an issue because we excessively abuse antibiotics they're over prescribed and over overused and people have a tendency to do that which could create like this whole super bacteria i think that's the concern with this one um but if you just look at the data things have gotten a lot better um and if you look at <laughs> things like the black plague right which wiped out between i think it was like 30 and 50 percent of the world's population when it happened um compared to like the HIV outbreaks of the early 2000s that only wiped out like a fraction of a percentage. Um, so the scale is certainly different and there's more people now, so it takes a lot more to do it. But I don't think that there's going to be a global pandemic. So in this sense, I actually agree with Trump because I think he just suspended like some major global position for global health, something like that. Um, basically, the guy who's responsible for preventing pandemics, I think was his position was just eliminated. Um so yeah, that's that's how I think it will not end. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, because I I I don't know. I I feel like there's always um, every pretty much once a decade there's there's something significantly scary in the health community. And I I just you know looking back over the past twenty years has been a couple. Um, and you know obviously the the news and, and media over overplay a bit of it, but. Um, I don't know. I think that there's probably a lot that we don't know, um, you know, close calls and things that never come to be. And I think there's, um, I don't know, I, I think there could always be something that we, we just have not um, anticipated um, is, is even possible and maybe something that's not even uh, viral, something that's brand new. Um, mm. that we don't know about. But, um, and, you know, historically, um, over... You know, with human ev evolution, I think it's there's there's been those types of situations where it's like you don't like for instance we didn't even know what germs were. Um, you know, there was no concept um, uh, many many years ago, um, and then we discovered you know how they work. And obviously, we have um, you know great tools now to detect that. But there might even be other things that we can't even. Um, we can't even uh, conceptualize right now, but I think Man, that's, that's interesting. That's anxiety provoking to think that there's something out there that we haven't even discovered that could just <laughs> yeah. wipe out a lot of humanity in terms of public health. That I don't know. That freaks me out. But at the same time, I I think we've been here for a while. But maybe you're right. Maybe maybe we don't know. What we don't know, and that's what could actually get us. Yeah. So how about my might end? Yeah. Go ahead. What do you got? So there's all of this talk about you know water, uh, rising uh, sea levels and um, you know the the essentially Manhattan will be underwater and after you know certain period after what is it fifty to hundred years or something like that mm -hmm. um, sharks definitely sharks <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone will be eaten by sharks I think that's uh, that's a might that's a definite possibility so. <laughs> I thought you were staying in the, the climate change stack. No, the answer is sharks for you? Yeah, 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 sharks. <laughs> I don't think sharks are going to do it. Um, but <laughs> I, I heard something recently. It was someone pretty prominent. I can't think of who it was. It was, I don't know. I'm, I'm, 
I'm not going to try, but someone fairly prominent said that um, climate change is actually like, if you think of all the ways that human beings are um, designed to think about risk, climate change is the complete opposite of how we're designed to think about risk. Yeah. It's not immediate. It's not like a pressing thing. It's more of this like macro, slow moving, ominous thing that just like gradually seeps in and human beings biology and psychology isn't programmed at all to, to process climate change. Well, it's, 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 um, it's de-evolutionary. It's very like Darwinian, right? Because it's where you're right. We're not programmed to think that way. Um, and in the end that, that could potentially be the thing that actually, um, you know, ceases our existence, but yeah, but definitely sharks. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> what about you? What's your might? Okay, you're just going to have to roll with me for a minute on this one because it's kind of weird. Um, okay, so in a word, I think our downfall might just come down to prosperity. I think if you look at the long-term trend, life expectancy is up and mortality rate is down, which is leading to an increasing increasing population rate um, to, this, to the point where um, if you look forward to the resources that we have available to us, the population is going to vastly outnumber the amount of resources that we have to support us. Yep. So you're creating an environment of, of resource scarcity um, just by nature of our existence. And it's weird because that's usually a good thing, right? We think that like population growth and improved mortality, those are like good things. Um, but it, it, if you look far enough down the road, it's gonna create a very real issue in terms of access to food and water um, and if you look at agriculture, for example, it's extremely taxing to the planet's resources and that leads to climate change. And, um, it's basically like the most resource intensive thing is agriculture. So just the, the process of creating food for us is probably going to do us in. And so, um, if basically if you extrapolate far enough out, um, just by nature of human beings existing, there's going to be a scarcity problem, um, which could lead to turn turmoil, which could lead to, um, just people living in close quarters could actually lead to some sort of disease. So kind of going against what I said earlier, but, um, I don't know. So it's, it's kind of a cop out because I think the world is going to be fine. Um, but I think humans in this case are kind of fucked. <laughs> <laughs> how long, how long do we have? I don't know. Give it, I don't know. It's sooner than you think, much sooner than you think because it's exponential. It's not linear. Right. And it's exponential so, in, in two ways. One, in the growth, and two, the decrease of resources. So, Yeah, so it's much sooner than we think. I, I don't know. I'm not going to put a stake in the ground. I want to say, like, between 200 and 1,000 years. Okay, be that's important. fair. I think that's fair. Not enough. in our lifetime, which, again, like, we're not programmed to think in these terms, but our descendants are going to have a, a tough hand. So it's, it's, it's fair to say that we really shouldn't care about it then, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. My terrible person. Just have as many babies as you can and live as long <laughs> as possible for right now. And eat as much as you possibly can, of course. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And what about prob what about probably will or most likely will? Most likely will. You had mine. It was nuclear war. That's right. And yours? Okay. So I, I see I have kind of a strange one I think because a lot of people don't think about it um, just because historically it's it, it seems a bit ancient and it's it's not locusts or anything <laughs> there's nothing like Play. that uh, right um, 
Volcanoes. Sacrifice. Human sacrifice? Human <laughs> sacrifice. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh my goodness, that's a lot of people. Um, no, volcanoes. I think um, I think that that's something that um, you know you hear about from time to time, and you know people they they hear about it and they're like, oh, that's kind of a freak thing, um, and it's this thing that's just kind of literally brewing and festering <laughs> uh, within the earth all the time. It's not like it goes away, but it's 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 so it speaks so much to our like what do they call that uh, recency bias or. Uh, you know, where an event will happen and we kind of overweight, um, you know, the importance of it. And then after a certain period of time, it just becomes uh, uh, much less important to us. But, you know, when there's an eruption and, and people on the news, geologists have their, have their, their, they're in their, they're in the sun, uh, you know, for that period of time. It's like they get to talk about um, what's actually happening. And then after a period of time, people just forget about it. Um, but it's, it, I think it's a massive risk. And when you look at, um, especially like Ring of Fire and like, um, you know, certain uh, fault zones around the world, I think that this is actually a, a significant risk. And I think the other thing is it's very hard to project um, exactly what the risk is because there's there's no way to measure it really um, except for in, in terms of, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a very hard thing to actually say when and say how, how bad. So how would a volcano actually kill us? Like what, what is, what is like the, the blow that will actually deal to us that will do us in? I think is it like sulfur in the environment or like what, what would be the issue? No, I think it's the, it's that, um, the case of, um, blocking out the sunlight. So I think, you know, the actual, uh, lava and debris and, and, uh, you know, elements that it exposes us to are, are not in itself, you know, detrimental except for like the local areas. But, um, there are definitely volcanoes on earth, um, that are large enough. They would create a plume large enough or a number of them. If it was kind of a chain reaction, um, could create enough uh, debris in the air to block out the sunlight for um, absolutely long enough to cease our existence here. So okay, if if you're saying that a volcano could ultimately lead to erosion of the ozone layer, which will kill us, I'm going to throw the challenge flag. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, no, because. Okay, so what are you saying? I'm saying <laughs> basically, um, I, I'd have to. We'd have to go to our Wikipedia page for this, right? But um, okay. if maybe we should. But um, it d- the debris in the air um, would basically block out all of the sunlight, um, and within a matter of months, um, all the you, the the entire um, uh, world population would be. It would get so cold on Earth. And then also, um, you know, not only seasonality and weather, um, but all plant life would die and we wouldn't be able to sustain ourselves. So um, it really doesn't take very long at that point if enough debris is actually put into the into the um, the atmosphere. Um, and it doesn't take all that much debris to actually block out the sun. So you're saying death by darkness. Yeah. Well, not darkness, but, but cold and everything would basically die. That's pretty apocalyptic. Okay. Wow. Why? So what's your, what's your what's your challenge? Let me hear the challenge. My, my challenge was going to be that if it if it comes down to like ozone related issues, then nuclear war would definitely be a prime candidate again. Because I don't know where you're getting your your fact about like there's a certain amount of nuclear warheads that have to go off um, mm-hmm. to be a, a major issue. Because what I've what I've heard is that if at least what I've heard, read, seen, whatever, um, is that even one can create a, a chain of effects that it becomes catastrophic. Really? Yeah. Because of, because of the ozone. Um, 
the, the chemical, I don't know. I, I'll have to dig a little bit more and, and do a bit more research on this independently. But um, my sense was that if, if it detonates to the caliber that we expect today with our capabilities today, that it'll basically create a hole in the ozone layer and then that basically causes a ripple effect to the rest of the planet. Um, just in terms of like, I don't know, radiation or something that can get in if we don't have an ozone layer. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what famous scientist said it. Someone said that um, nuclear war, I think this was around the time of like the Cold War, but nuclear war was like um, throwing matches at your opponent standing in a pool of gasoline. <laughs> so wow. it, it doesn't really matter who detonates the first one or where it happens. It, it could actually cause a, a chain of effect to kind of screw everybody. Jeez. Didn't know that. That's crazy. All right. I'm going to have to definitely check mine out on Wikipedia. Yeah. So this was pretty dark. So um, dark. Um, <laughs> up with our picks for the week? Yeah, definitely. Um, I have one. Should I start? Yeah, definitely. So there's um, so a colleague was actually telling me about this. I, I had recently had a hard drive that was about to fail, and I had to back everything up and uh, move it to a new drive. Which, by the way, if you ever have to do this, so not everybody backs their stuff up. I have a lot of movies and, and things that I produce on my laptop that I want to make sure I don't lose, and um, I have a, a hard drive that's an external hard drive that's three terabytes. And um, I didn't have a ton of stuff on it, but I had one Time Machine backup that was like 750 gigabytes, which is actually a lot. And moving it over to this new drive took, I, I shit you not, 38 hours. It was insane. And I have a high performance, like my laptop is great, and it took forever. And then not only that, I wanted to, I wanted to actually um, completely wipe the old hard drive before I sent it in. Um, and it, uh, in order to completely wipe it and to do, do two, um, I forget what they call it, but they're basically passes to write fake information um, on the drive so that no one can actually read it even after it's been deleted. Um, that took another six hours. So it was just like this really painful process. Even the time machine is great um, backing everything up and you can retrieve everything. Um, there's another tool that my friend was telling me about. Um, it's called um, Backblaze. And it, basically what it is is it, it's an online kind of backup solution that takes, um, you know, Time Machine or another backup assistance place. Um, and it basically allows you to, one, back everything up. Um, and you have an unlimited amount of storage, I think, for like five bucks a month. Um, and then not only that, you can actually download individual files that you need. So if you want to retrieve them, it's really easy. You don't have to download the entire thing. So I don't know. I just thought that was really convenient. I haven't tried it yet, so that's my one disclaimer. But um, based on what I've read, it sounds really, really cool. Um, and I might actually dish out the $5 a month because when you think about it, if you get a new hard drive every, let's say, three years or something like that, and it costs you like $150, it basically will almost pay for itself. So um, definitely think it's worth it. Interesting. Yep. So I actually had a totally different pick, but you just triggered something in my brain, and sure. I feel like it's more relevant you now too. that you just like, said what you said. <laughs> um, so I would say three or four years ago, I had a computer that died on me, um, and it was just the battery. The battery became useless. It was an HP, which I guess they're notorious for having battery issues for. Um, so I had this HP for a long time. The hard drive was working great, but the computer itself, the battery failed, and there was nothing I could really do, aside from having it be a desktop PC, which is not at all what you want in a laptop. Um, but anyway, I, I basically had everything on my hard drive that I wanted. The hard drive was still in good shape. And so what I did was actually a super cheap fix. I paid like 15 or 20 bucks for a hard drive enclosure. Um, 
I'm probably getting the terminology wrong, but basically what you do is you just buy it. It's a metal box mm-hmm. and it has an input and an output, and you take your hard drive from the new, the the dying PC. Yep. And you put it in this enclosure, and it becomes an external hard drive. Oh, cool. Um, so I I think for like fifteen or twenty bucks, I basically bought myself an external hard drive, um, just from I don't know doing some like Frankenstein surgery on my <laughs> old PC. <laughs> No, that's pretty good. I mean, only fifteen twenty dollars for that solution. That's pretty good. Yeah, and it was it was a hard drive I already had, and I don't have to move any files or anything. I just had to put a couple screws in a case. Yeah, that's really cool. I love like simple solutions like that. You know, rather than having to dish out one hundred and fifty dollars for something. Yeah, yeah. That's All about keeping it easy. Pretty cool. And by the way, I just looked it up, and it said, "Let's see if I can find the name of it." There's an article called, Could a Single Volcanic Eruption Destroy All Life on Earth? by Kate Kirchner. <laughs> I'll send it to you. It's on HowStuffWorks.com, so it's got to be pretty reputable. But, that seems pretty legit, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's some validity there. If anyone else has any, <laughs> any thoughts on this, thinks it's just blatantly wrong, I'd love to know. Or if anyone wants to take my camp, too, that's, that's fantastic. So. Yes, challenge all of our ridiculous commentary about how the world's going to end if you have an expert opinion or even an uninformed one um definitely let us know we'd love to hear it all right until next week sounds good take care man yep bye listeners it's joe here thanks for listening to just the thought and we hope you're enjoying it so far but we want to know what do you want to hear about be sure to let us know if there are any interesting topics that you want us to tackle just a thought